Welcome back to another episode of Unchained with Caitlin. I'm your host, Caitlin Berger, and this episode is going to be part two to the first divorce podcast, so like divorce part two, and this is going to be more about my life after divorce in comparison to the story of my divorce. So I want to start off by saying that this is only my story. Everybody's story is different. I'm only telling it from my point of view. Everybody has their own breakup and divorce story. Firstly, I want to do the Q&A that I did on Instagram. I posted a question box seeing if anyone had any questions about my divorce. And two people asked me questions, which was awesome. So the first question was, did you receive a lot of judgment for being younger? And the answer to that is yes. I think I was about like, I was 25 or 26 when I got divorced. I honestly can't remember. But I think a lot of people just assumed that I was making the worst decision of my life and that I couldn't possibly know what I wanted for myself at that age, which is insane. I've received a lot of judgment in general, not just because of my age, just because a lot of different reasons. A lot of people thought that I was just leaving because I wanted somebody else, which wasn't the case. People thought I was leaving because I was throwing in the towel and I didn't try long enough, only because I didn't really tell hardly anybody about the issues that were happening in my relationship and my marriage. This is not really anybody's business. My best friend knew, a few other people knew, but that was the extent of it. So, I mean, a lot of people judge because they just didn't know the background story. So, it's not my problem. If you want to judge not knowing the whole story, that's not on me. I mean, I consider myself actually wiser than those that choose to stay in a relationship or a marriage strictly out of comfort. Just because they're comfortable, they stay. So, I think I made a way better decision than all those people that choose to stay because they're comfortable. So that's what I have to say to that, <laughs> to the judgment that I received. Second question was, what has divorce taught you about yourself and what strengths have you gained? I'm gonna start with the first part of that question. What has divorce taught you about yourself? I've, oh my gosh, this is like a, yeah, this is a two part question and they're kind of the same thing. So I learned that I am, I mentioned this in the last podcast, and I am strong, and that I can do anything, and that it's most important to always have my own back, um, because not everybody is going to have your back, but as long as you have your own back, you will confidently make decisions from there on out. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I did. I, I gained that confidence to make decisions in my life and I trusted myself with those decisions because I made this one decision, this huge decision that a lot of people thought was wrong, but I knew was right. So I, you know what I mean? Like I just, I just knew. So that gave me a whole nother level of confidence. Uh, the strengths that I gained, oh my gosh, just ask my best friend, Victoria, just ask her because she has known me from the time that I was with my ex to now with my husband, Ty. And she tells me all the time my strengths that I've gained and how she's so proud of me. But I mean, trying to think. I mean, I could list so many. I am way more confident. I'm not a people pleaser anymore as much. Not even close to the amount that I was before. I know what I deserve. And like I said, I have my own back. So, you know, 
most of the time now I feel like other people's opinions of me literally don't matter. Whereas I used to take everything personally. I still take a lot of things personally and that is one thing that I'm trying to work on within myself. But I have come such a long way with that. I mean, everything people would say to me, I would take personally. And this really taught me to not do that anymore because it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Honestly, truly doesn't matter. I used to care so much about what people would think. Strangers, people I know, friends, family. Now I just don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me. And that's a pretty freeing feeling. If you have that, then you, yeah, you'll know. You know what I'm talking about. But it took a long time and it took a lot of heartache to get here, but I'm here, so, and it feels good. So, I, through my divorce, I lost a lot of friends. Obviously, a lot of those friends were mutual friends with myself and my ex. A lot of them took his side, which is fine. That obviously showed me where their support lies, and it is what it is. And now I don't care. For a while, I did care because a lot of people that, a lot of my friends that abandoned me, I didn't expect them to. So I was caught off guard by quite a few of them. But I mean, gosh, that was how many years ago now? So I've made new friends and some even older friendships got even stronger. Like with my best friend, Victoria, who I was just talking about. Um, she was there with me the day that I packed up my things and I left. And she hasn't, she hasn't left my side since. And I cannot thank her enough for everything she's done for me. Shout out Victoria, love you. Okay, so what also changed um, now that I'm on the other side of divorce, as soon as I met my husband, my now husband I should say, my uh, anxiety and panic feeling completely left. So for six years of my life, obviously before I met my husband, my now husband Ty, I would wake up in the morning panicking for really honestly no specific reason, just panicking. And I would panic from then until I would go to sleep at night. And then sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety. And you know, after, oh my gosh, after, I don't know how many years I dealt with that before I got on medication. It was at least four years before I got on actual anxiety medication. I dealt with the panic attacks every day, all day. It was miserable. It was depressing. I also smoked cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes for a lot of people I don't think know this, but I smoked cigarettes for 10 years. I just quit probably, I think I'm going to say it's been almost a year. Yeah. But anyways, once I met my husband Ty, I didn't have anxiety anymore. It didn't just gradually go away. It instantly stopped. And I didn't even realize it at first. After like a little while, I was like, huh, I haven't taken my medication in like a few weeks. Like I haven't even thought about taking it. I was taking it twice a day just to function. And I hadn't taken it in weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense. I'm so much less stressed. It just disappeared. It was bizarre, but it was amazing. Yeah, so I was like, got off my medication almost instantly. And then uh, this quitting smoking cigarettes didn't, didn't happen for like, I don't know, a little while. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I had a little moment of weakness a few weeks ago, but it's all right, we're back on track, doing good, not smoking cigarettes. And I'm proud of myself for that because I thought I would never quit smoking cigarettes because it was the only way that I knew how to deal with my stress. But now that my stress level is a lot lower, I don't, 
really need it. And plus I'm in the gym five to six days a week usually. So why would I continue to smoke if I'm trying to get in good shape? So my anxiety disappeared. I quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I lost some friends, but I gained some new ones and I made some other friendships even stronger. Now I want to talk about my husband Ty for just a quick second. This podcast is not going to be quite as long as the other ones I don't think. Maybe it will be. I don't know. I could talk about him forever so let's just hope that I can uh, not spend too much time talking about him. Just kidding. I don't care. I'll talk about him as long as I want to talk about him. So my husband Ty is my best friend in so many words. He looks at me like I'm the most beautiful woman he's ever seen but that's the way he looks at me every single time he looks at me he tells me that i'm beautiful every single day every single day usually more than once a day and it's usually always when i'm feeling like i look my shittiest all the women get it you know or don't have our makeup on and we just woke up or it's the end of our long day and we were sweating all day and he just he just tells me i'm beautiful at the most crazy moments Side note, my ex never told me I was beautiful. Not even on our wedding day did he say that I was beautiful. Let me say that again. On our wedding day, he did not tell me that I was pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, you look amazing, nothing. Okay, anyway, back to my husband, Ty. Tells me I'm beautiful every single day, usually more than once a day. If I could describe the way he loves me, I would say that he fiercely and unconditionally loves me day in and day out and it is something that I am grateful for every single day every single minute (laughs) it's you know I've never experienced this type of love before he's patient incredibly patient because I can have an attitude sometimes but he's very patient he listens to me like truly listens to me. He puts my needs above his own, I would say 99% of the time, because obviously he still, you know, has needs and all that stuff and he has to put himself first. But he really does strive to make sure that I'm okay first. And I'm not used to that. I am now, but I wasn't. He would drop anything and everything to be with me if I needed him. And I think that in itself is, peace I really do I really do because I know I know what it feels like to not have that I know what it feels like to be with somebody who you don't know if they're gonna be there if you need them and that's not that's a very lonely feeling but I obviously don't have that anymore uh Ty and I we go to the gym together he is a personal trainer so that helps get my ass to the gym most times because he'll work like 13 hours at work outside all day and then come home and be like, oh yeah, so we're going to the gym, right? And I'll be like, oh shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't work 13 hours outside, so I guess I have to go if you're going. Anyways, it's good. It's a good motivator. He's a very good motivator to get me to the gym, but we enjoy doing that together. We grocery shop together. We do almost everything together and some may say that that's obsessive, but it really isn't because it's healthy for us. Everybody's relationship is different. We genuinely love being next to each other. We really do. We do take time to be alone and do our own thing here and there, but we really genuinely love to 
be with each other. We have so much fun. We're always laughing, we're dancing and just being crazy. And I can just be myself, 100% myself around him. And why wouldn't I want to be with him all of the time? You know what I mean? So my my marriage now clearly looks a lot different than before. I just want everyone to realize that divorce and breakups are really hard and it feels like you're never gonna find that love that you've always dreamt of, but I am here to tell you that it 100% can happen because it happened for me and I'm not really that special, so it could happen to anybody. And don't let anyone tell you that your life or your marriage can't be better than a fairy tale because that's bullshit. It absolutely can. I settled in my last marriage, 100% settled, no doubt, because I just thought that's what I had to do. All those years, <laughs> I spent just wishing, wishing that that person would care about me and love me in the way that I wanted and the way that I deserved, but I, it never happened. And now I have that. My husband now loves me perfectly. He notices all the little things about me. It's just can't describe the happiness. So I just want anyone who is uh, maybe going through a separation or going through a divorce or something of the sort and you're stuck feeling like, you know, you're never going to find that happiness, you absolutely will. Like, I know you will. It's out there. You're going to find it. I found it and I am experiencing joy beyond what I could have ever comprehended. So don't give up. Definitely, definitely do not give up. So that's basically where I'm at now. You know, the divorce has been final for uh, since last September. Wow, almost a year. Crazy. I'm much happier now and I am with a man who treats me the way I deserve to be treated. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got for you today. So I want to just end this episode saying that there is an Instagram for the podcast. It is at Unchained with Caitlin. Thank you to those that answered the question box that I put out. You entered your questions in there. I really appreciate that. And next week's episode is going to be about why I don't have TikTok. I'm very passionate about the reasons why I don't have TikTok and I feel very strongly about those reasons. So that episode is going to be, it's going to be controversial, and it's also probably going to be convicting. So yeah, if you have any topic ideas, or just want to say hey, or have any questions, please DM me on Instagram, at Unchained with Caitlin. Thanks for joining me for another episode and I will catch you in the next one. Bye!